That record button. Hey, good morning, everyone. It is two sisters, and it's Tuesday. And what is Tuesday? Triumph Tuesday. And my name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva. And I'm Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boss, live from the circle, Melillo Circle. Melillo, Melillo Circle. <laughs> yes, we are live on the circle, and we were doing a little tutorial today on how to do the lives on Facebook, mechanics of Zoom, and we're both sweaty and stinky, so that's why we're sitting together, because we are on day number 16. 16 of 75 hard, and as you know, we always talk about this, she's always in control of the controls, so she's showing me how to do the controls. Right, and damn, I can't mute her even if I wanted to. <laughs> that is right, Sister Dia, you cannot. So let's chat about, you know, obviously there are um, a lot of things going on. I have not been in the ILKB studio, um, and we just want to, you know, extend again our um, thank you and gratitude for all uh, family and friends who have reached out to us. It's a pretty crazy time for our family, but the good news is um, our 93-year-young dad is, is very resilient. Um, he makes us crack up every day, and we love his stories. Oh, yes. We love his stories, and he's just amazing and in the happy place, wouldn't you say? I would say so. He really is. He, he's a very, you know, we talk about that a lot. He's a very faithful person. And I always say he's as probably as close to God before you get to God. I mean, he just has that personality. His faith is so strong. He always carries his rosary beads. He prays a lot. And, you know, there are times when you're going through these kinds of things with your family, you start to see that transformation of, you know, different things. You start to notice things a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he does get emotional, but I think we, we, we pull him back in and really remind him of what he's always taught us is that put the negative or the sadness or the hate or the whatever away and focus on the blessings. And we always tell him that because, I mean, realistically, I feel terrible for the families that have had to deal with any kind of a emergency situation where your loved one had to go. And we actually experienced that with John's uncle last week. He had to go into the nursing home for three weeks. He took a, a, a bad fall that he did not recover with. And sadly, no one could see him. And, you know, what I tell, what we tell our dad is mm -hmm. that he's blessed that he's here, that he's home, that he's surrounded by people that love him, but his, his personal belongings, things that he's very uh, organized and very ritual yes. on things that he does. Wouldn't you say? Oh my gosh, absolutely. You know, even before I took his second set of vitals this morning, as he was in his chair and he said, well, I need that. And I'm like, zip it. We know what you need, but he loves things in order. He loves things to categorically go along with his day. He's very, um, he's very in tune with, with everything going on. Um, and I think this is okay to say that, you know, we are transitioning him to palliative care. We want to make sure um, that he's getting the best possible care uh, that he absolutely can have. And 
you know, and I'll tell you a little story about the, which the social worker share with me, because I think it's really important for families to know. And, and, and when actually, as we're, as we're going to talk about that, most people do not know. And I was really surprised because a lot of times when you think of your transitioning, that loved one that wants to be at home, you realize they do need that extra care. And, you know, in all honesty, it's usually towards the end of, of you know, their, their life on this earth. You're trying to make things as comfortable for them. And we hear the word hospice and we automatically instantly think of, you know, what naturally what people would think. Mm -hmm. But there's actually a step before that piece to it. And that's what you're going to talk about. Right. So a little history lesson. And I learned this from the social worker. And like I said, I think it's really important for families to know because Honestly, I didn't know this. We didn't, none of us know. So a little history about um, palliative care. Palliative, uh, palliative, no, I should say hospice slash palliative care was actually um, formed in the state of Connecticut eons ago, many, many years ago in Bramford, Connecticut. Those familiar with the Connecticut Hospice Center will know what I'm talking about. Um, but she also said that Connecticut is the number one underutilized in palliative care. A lot of families don't realize, you know, when you hear the word hospice, you think, ah, you know, death is imminent. But there's a step before that, palliative care, where they take over the care and they just do everything that they possibly can do to, um, you know, make sure that he's comfortable, you know, checking his fluids, checking all his vitals, whatever additional services that may be available to him. And I think that is really important because, you know, being an active part of making that decision um, is hard enough, but to have our dad also involved with that decision obviously makes it easier on us as a family. I mean, absolutely, we know what, what his wishes are, but it's important that he's included with that. And that's what we really love um, about this next step. Um, <laughs> excuse me, there may be a time when we have to switch to hospice care. We're definitely not out there yet, but they said it's so good to go into palliative care first because the tr transition over to hospice care makes it so much easier for the patient and for the family. And I think so. And I think the thing about that is when you have your loved one at home, what do you want to do with them? You want to comfort them, but you also want to be present in the moment. You know, we've been playing Uno. He's, he's, he's five-time five champion, four times he gave so cool to Gary be dethroned, uh, but he is a five-time champion. We're doing things with him. We're we're team. We're spending quality time with him. We're looking at old videos, and that wouldn't be possible. Well, it is possible. We're, we're managing it. And you and Gary have done an amazing job, and that is why I came early. To, you know, because he does need care during the night. He needs help getting into the bathroom and those kinds of things where the pals of care can kind of take over in that piece to it. Mm -hmm. So we can spend more quality time with them. And so we should, um, he loves, uh, he loves to play cards, loves to play Uno. He, uh, he's so funny. You just, you see him get into those belly laughs, you know, especially when he's winning. 
Uh, he's got his favorite shows that he likes to share and watch with. He great conversation. I mean, he just he's always great with conversation. He just, he talks about the past, the present. Uh, very happy-go-lucky, and we talk about different recipes we're going to make, what's for dinner tonight. So he's very active in that way, and I think for families, it's comforting to know that they don't have to necessarily uh, take on that burden of the extra care that maybe many of us may not be even equipped to do. Mm -hmm. Maybe we don't have the strength to do. Maybe, you know, it's, it's, it's squeamish to the stomach, you know, whatever the thing may be. And this way, you know, we, I just feel terrible that there's so many people that don't know about this care. Uh, I know it really, I was amazed by that. And I said, you're kidding me, right? She said, oh, she said, it, it is so Connecticut, even though, which was the basis of starting hospice care is the number one state that is under utilized for palliative care. Crazy. Crazy, but I, I, I don't think, it, I mean, it's crazy when you think of it, but I think part of that is they just, people don't know. They don't know, and that's why it's so good to, um, I've been asking, obviously, a lot of questions of his, you know, physicians and the nurses. Um, we, I, we originally were not going to do visiting nurses, and I'm like, no, this is something that needs to happen, so I've been asking questions and getting the information that we need as a family to make those um, decisions. But I also feel, you know, I'm just going to come out and say it. Um, I told my sister about now I do this podcast today. Honestly, did not want to do it. But it, uh, that's true. That's a true story. But the message we want, we always like to share some of the top this is a tough obviously a tough topic for for us um but it really felt that it was more important even though we're like uh, yeah we look so good well she looks a little better than i do right now i gotta say that just saying um you know i cannot mute her but um <laughs> too bad children it's all good, it's all good. but the message that is more important to us um right. And I feel blessed, we all feel blessed in the sense that, you know, we do have this amazing special time with our dad. We do have the ability to spend this time with him. And as one of the nights, I think that our dad got up in the middle of the night, um, he had a rough night and we said, how good is this that we're all together and a lot of people in my dad's situation at this point um unfortunately don't get that opportunity because of his age and all of his ailments they're typically in a comatose state so this time oh my god is just so precious and so important to all of us and we have um you know some family flying in a lot of different um people flying in and we're just um grateful very grateful we're really yeah. grateful for this opportunity to right spend this time with them and it, and it's funny um you know being you know in the patient patient shoes we you know we don't know what it's like to be in his shoes however he's, he's very vocal you know in those times where they go through these emotions of ups and downs and 
uh, one of the other nights he had said, uh, he started to cry. And he said, I don't want to be a burden to anyone. And, you know, you were, you, you were exhausted. I mean, you've been getting up with him nonstop. And so now I'm, I'm easing that a little bit and taking over in that regard. So mm -hmm. for her to get more rest. But I looked at my dad and I was pretty, pretty just like blunt. And I said, well, were we a burden when we were born? And he goes, of course not. And I said, so then why would you think you're a burden now? Mm -hmm. I mean, to have the opportunity, um, it's a life cycle. Is it a tough cycle? Absolutely. Um, by the way, on a funny note, she's nurse Hatchet. I'm the nice nurse. Well, yes. I'm pretty stern too, to a certain degree. Yes. But I, I'm, I'm more to the point. And that's what my dad needed at that moment. He said, you, no, you're right. And I said, and how blessed are you, dad? How blessed are you to not be in a nursing home, that we wouldn't be able to see you, that we wouldn't be able to play Uno, and you eat all your favorite meals, and as much as you want, or as little as you want. Mm -hmm. He absolutely loves his coffee. I mean, he's a, when we talk about rituals, we're not even gonna talk to his like the personal belongings within the walker, but you know, he eats dinner, then he has a, a, a little uh, paper, uh, napkin. paper napkin that he puts down and we put his little chips that have to be the, uh, he likes the salt free chips, loves them, then he goes to the Klondike bar and he has his coffee with Zambuca and he calls it coffee with the additive. I'm like, gee, I think you'd be getting that in a nursing home. I don't think so, dad, you are pretty special and pretty blessed and he goes, you're right. You're absolutely right. So the fact that, you know, yeah, we're going to have tearful moments, but, you know, he knows he's pushing the envelope. We know he's pushing the envelope. And I said, every day is a blessing. And that's what we look, we look at. And I think really that is what, you know, the epitome of what Triumph Tuesday is. What do you triumph over? You know, there's little things, there's big things. Uh, you know, we already know, we always talk about what's going on in the world. We mm -hmm. talk about the torment between right now that parents are enduring. Do they send their kids to school? Do they hybrid? Do they remote learn? You know, all these decisions. And then you have the devastating news constantly of what is going on with uh, Save Our Children. And flip side to that real quick, um, we're not saving Save the Children anymore. We are doing hashtag Save Our Children. If you want to know, you can just message us why on that. We're not going to get into politics right now. Right. But the point being... You know, be in the moment and what are those little moments that you can triumph over, you know, and, and we tell that like to our dad now that you know, he was just a walker. Now he needs more assistance. He, you know, we transport him from A to B in a wheelchair, but he does get up because he does need some movement. But we tell him, no, you're going to go to this bathroom. We're going to assist you up and we're going to allow you to take a few steps and you're triumphing over that. Now, right. for most people, two, three steps, that's a triumph. Well, when you're 93 years young, hell yeah, that's a that's a big triumph. So, what do you triumph today? Uh, you know, mindset is a key piece to when you're in these moments. Um, you know, how are you going to look back at the legacy of how you know our dad goes to the to the next phase of his of his life? You know, is he going to go positive? Is he going to go with the right mindset? Is he going to still be positive? So, you know, in those little moments, there are going to be times where the emotion has to come out. That's part of what we're going through. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, when she said today, oh, I'm not really sure about the podcast. No, we have valid information. We've got things that we want to share that is important to our audience. So, and part of our two sisters is always better. We vowed Pinky swore. 
to always be so authentically us means we're, we're going through a tough time right now but that doesn't mean we still st we, we stop serving people no we still serve people that's our mission whether you know yes we're serving our dad big time but also still serving all, all of our audience and we don't want that mission and message to kind of get lost a few days off to cover what was going on here but um, we are going to share uh, and continue to be authentically us, share about health and wellness and, you know, part of the next phase of a parent's life and where they go and how they leave this world to go to another world mm -hmm. is also about health and wellness. And how do we do it to the best of our ability to ease our dad into that next phase in a peaceful, positive manner, mindset, and also trying over the different triumphs that we are going to experience over these next however long we are right and there will be many um triumphs though there will be stumbling blocks there will be entanglements there will be times when we personally feel we are pushing and that's okay because it's part of the process and part of getting through that is really going through that and you know what does that that means different things to a lot of different people and we definitely are no exception to that and at some point it will require me taking a shower <laughs> <laughs> I got my uh, really because I had I right. was really a sweat hog and, and uh, you're right and a funny side to that was I said, Daddy, I got to take our shower. He's like, as I'm lifting him up. And thank you, Sumo Squats. I know. <laughs> what is, Dada is still pretty good over that. Yeah, you go bring Daddy's medicine. Part of, uh, you know, being authentically us and him being authentically him is uh, he surely reminds us if we are not doing things the way he wants, whether we're missing a step in what he needs and or whether one of us needs to take a shower he's pretty blunt about that because you know we're getting up close and personal with him helping him and assisting him from going from the bed to the chair to the bathroom it's up close and personal so you want to uh you want to have your you can get a little closer i don't want to smell still can't mute her <laughs> so it is what it is. yeah daddy so his medical dispenser <laughs> excuse me dispenser just went off um, obviously a great reminder it dispenses his medication I feel it every other Sunday um, and to think of um, him taking his medicine out what my dad likes to do is to do his blood sugar first and then he takes this medicine he's got a ritual for everything and you know what that is really a testimony to how his, his whole life is he's he's very regimented and that is why we, you know, we've been struggling. Like even today, you know, we, with 75 hard, we got to drink a gallon of water. And the two of us are just saying, we're so sick of water. I but you know what, if our, if our dad can still remain organized and um, still keep on schedule and on point with everything that he's going through and making sure that he is taking care of what he needs to because it's important, we have to do the same. And that is why we push through that, you know, she didn't want to do the podcast, but we pushed less that we did because we I think we've provided some great value but also some great information Absol absolutely and that's really what it is um serving others all about for us serving others in the eye of the storm um 
you know, maybe every day we're going to have to get out our knife for, you know, figuratively speaking and cut through the entanglements and move forward because that's what our dad would want to do. Right. Actually, we were in the other room and he said, what are you doing now? And I said, well, we were going to get ready to do our podcast because don't you normally do that earlier? Yeah, we do. So, yeah. Normally we go around nine o'clock, but we had some pivoting with a uh, visiting nurse came in today and then his uh, daily help came in and we had um, calls and things that we had to do. So we had to pivot a little bit. But that's the great thing about being an entrepreneur. We can do that pivoting. So yes, we had to tell dad, yes, we know we are running a little late. It's all good. <laughs> You're so, not on schedule. <laughs> on that note, again, we want to thank everyone. Um, if you need any more information about hospice or palliative care, um, go to your communities, even uh, Google it, you know, palliative care in Massachusetts or wherever you may live. Um, they really are a great resource, um, wealth of information. Don't hesitate to ask those questions because that is what they are there for. On that note, <laughs> excuse me. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva, and I am here with... Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live from Connecticut, The Circle. No palm trees, but I have to say, it is very pretty outside. A little warm. Yes. I'm used to that, but that's okay. But yes. just ecstatic to be here. You guys have a Triumph Tuesday. Figure out what you're going to be triumphing over. I'm sure there's something. doesn't matter how small or big. Just do it. Just celebrate it. Pat yourself on the back. Good job. And go to your next goal. Have a great day, everyone, and we will see you tomorrow. Not sure what time, but we will definitely be on. And it may be an instance again where I don't want to come on, but I will be here. We'll both be here. Have a great day. Now I'm going to mute her for real. <laughs>